cousin Mark. Welcome to your podcast, Space Trash. Thank you for having me. Anytime, of course. <laughs> but mostly on Tuesday nights at 7. Yes, that is that has been the trend as of late. <laughs> I was just settling in to connect with you and I'm looking out my window and it is looking like a storm. Oh, a storm is a brewing. Yeah, I was wondering if in Hapro it looks like a storm where you live. Oh, let's take a look. Let's go out to Mark's window. <laughs> the lake house. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks pretty cloudy. Yeah, okay. It's the kind of cloudy where you can see some blue, like, but it's mostly gray. Oh, so. it's a little different in Fisa. Yeah. yeah, it's like dark, dark right here. Yeah, well, we'll see how it turns out. Tune in next, <laughs> next <laughs> fortnight. <laughs> My lights in the house just flickered, so. Oh, so we may have a very short episode. We, well, let's let's see how good my uh, AT&T provides our connection this evening. Oh, boy. No, shout out to AT&T. We, we love you. Please, please sponsor us. Yeah. Um, this is we, not an affiliate <laughs> promotion. Should we just accept now that, like, we are going to accept any corporate sponsorship that'll maybe not any corporate sponsorship, but <laughs> the majority of them. Yes. Um, it's funny that you should mention corporate because we both had a similar, <clears throat> both noticed a similar cultural trend right now, which is for people to apparently quiet quit their jobs yes can we talk about that i can we, only say so much but <laughs> same maybe we can figure it out together um <laughs> so from what i understand the idea is to uh work only nine to five no more no less mm -hmm. um do what you are contractually obligated to do Mm -hmm. and don't take home don't take work home with you okay and kind of just uh one of the things i've heard is act your wage oh my gosh that's phenomenal yeah that is so good i knew you would have the the whatever the trending slogan was that is really good so, yeah. and it's so fascinating because like having been lived inside the corporate world for 22 years or whatever I've been it just like seems like oh people like the workers are going to turn this all on its head I hope so like yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, let's, I'll say it, I've been quiet quitting for years. Um, yeah, you have a PhD in quiet quitting. And I guess I never, 
thought otherwise in a yeah. lot of ways. Yeah. Like, I will stay late if I need to. Mm. Um, but my jobs have never been really bring work home with you. Right. It's very, like, it's very physical one in that, like, oh, packages need to be sent. Yes. It's touch labor. Yes. I'm not going to take take the boxes home with me. Oh, my God. You could actually be. It's actually illegal for you to bring work home with you. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I've been sort of not the same lines, but um, I've always kind of operated under the assumption that you know, like the the job, the day job is not my whole life, and I never wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was never passionate about it enough that I wanted it to take over my whole. You know, it wasn't fulfilling in a way besides, you know, a paycheck, and of course, like I like get along with colleagues and whatnot and have wanted to do a good job but certainly not for instance I never was someone who was concerned or pursuing promotions for the exact reason that I thought that's a trick yeah I think like there are definitely people who are motivated by that yes and but I am not one of those people yeah Um, yeah i'm very much as long as i'm not getting exploited Mm. i'll I'll stick around right which i think it's really good that people are just saying it how it actually is instead of playing along with this idea because i think for so long there was this what's the word like um unspoken not rule but this unspoken um like a a a moral judgment that like you're a good person if you work crazy hours and Mm. if you are so dedicated to this job that you have like workaholic type situation and like that that became your worth you know and now people are saying hey if that's your jam that's cool you do you but i'm just gonna be honest like that's not my goal for myself you know like i'll contribute my eight hours which even that i question (laughs) (laughs) but if we're gonna start there like let's be real like what let's not pretend that work is something it isn't. It's not always a calling for some people. It's not always a passion. It's not always or not even often. Yeah. And yeah, I think it may be the I don't want to say the older generation or like even the the upper class even where it's like oh, well, these people should be grateful to have jobs and give Mm. 10% every day, every minute. 
Yeah. And it's it's not realistic. Right. Like, I'm not giving 110%. Um, I'll give 60. Oh, that's good. Depending I mean, on that's... the day. What's that? Depending on the day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> could go up, could go down. Right on average, you're 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 showing up at around sixty. Yeah, um, I could, I give you a seventy. I could give you a C. Me seventy. I was thinking I'm around seventy. I think that's. Um, I don't know why you would expect more than that if it's a you know something that someone's not like we were saying if it's not something you're passionate about pursuing you just need the money at the end of the day or the benefits or whatever the case mm -hmm. i feel like that's an even exchange i mean what's the corporation doing for you <laughs> right they're giving you about 60 percent. what do they no probably they're giving you i don't know what they're giving us exactly per percentage wise yeah, it's, uh, it's but it, I think it's this falling away of this idea that you could get people to give more than they want to by saying things like, well, we'll promote you. Now everyone's on to the whole situation where it's like, okay, but the promotion just means more work. Yeah, I guess I never thought of it that way. Oh. I guess my, again, my general line of work hasn't been very much about promotions. I'm not, like, you could be head of the mailroom. Yeah, or, like, then, manage a warehouse. Yeah, but then after that, it's, like, it, and those jobs have been, like, yeah, it seems like a lot of work. Yes, it is. But and it's, yeah. Sorry, uh, to interject, the new job. I'm at. Yes. So uh, the work, the lady I'm replacing, um, we, I basically trained under her for a week now. Okay. And she is now leaving the position. Mm. So I'm kind of now the entire shipping department. Are you serious? Yeah. So it's small. It's definitely stuff I've done before, uh -huh. which is great, and I know I can do it. But the the like leadership aspect of it is kind of a little overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. So what would that mean, like in terms of leadership? Do you have a team? I don't, but okay. it's very like oh. Like if someone said something to the shipping email address, mm. that's that's on me to answer that. I can't I can't push it off to a supervisor or anything like that. Okay. It's it's kind of getting into the more detail oriented things of it. Yeah, yeah. So, but I've been you know training for a full week, so. How long was she at the in this situation or in that position? I feel like she was there for maybe about three years. Okay. So she had a lot of knowledge. Yeah. And 
she kept telling me like you'll learn it you'll pick it up so uh -huh. yeah i and i believe that i can yeah i am happy to but it is a little there is like the anxiety there yeah but. yeah because it's a new it's a new responsibility a bigger responsibility yeah i got it i get it so like when do i start quiet quitting <laughs> i was like wait can you even quiet quit in that situation you're right i'd i'd love to believe me but <laughs> you'd have to quit really loud <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So is there anyone or is it just you? <laughs> I, there are people who know what to do in the position. Like mm. they, they have like other main jobs. Okay. But they can help out when I got you. need be. I so, got you. I'm not, she didn't throw me in without a paddle, but yeah, yeah. But it is like now where's she off to where are people leaving they're leaving their jobs and where are they going she had some family issues that uh, going to because i'm hearing that there are more jobs available than people willing to fill them mm. i also heard and i think that that is I also heard that teachers, I don't know how this can be true, but I can believe it. I heard this morning on some radio station that 50% of the teachers are not returning to work this year. Wow. That's crazy. That's a crazy amount. Like that's an amount that has to, I would hope, force the people who make these jobs to like, treat people better yeah it's teachers are going through everything yes with no relief and no help yeah it's like i i cannot blame teachers no no in any sense but i i want them to get paid better i want them to have better better yeah. everything better yeah. resources and it's like they're being expected to be <clears throat> everything for for no increase in pay. Like, they're such a big part of children's lives, but they're not being compensated for it. Yeah. Like how I would hear that these teachers have to, like, buy their own supplies for the classrooms. It's bonkers. Insanity. Bonkers. I salute them. And I also noticed that um, there are actual coaches out there coaching teachers to take on a different career outside of coaching. So wow. there's that volume of people leaving the teaching profession looking for something else to do. Dang, that is wild. Yeah. It's nuts. I feel like we're going to see some changes. Yeah. Speaking of coaching. Speaking of coaching. 
Might I tell you that I have signed up and I'm currently enrolled in uh, certification coursework to become a lifestyle coach. I'm supremely into it. I'm loving it already. I, the second you texted that to me, yeah. I was like, I think this is a perfect fit. <gasps> you. Oh my, oh my gosh. That means so much coming from you because I feel like over our podcast and the past few years, like, you know me really well. So for you to say that, like, that makes me feel really good. Like I found maybe somewhere I fit. Yeah. I mean, you definitely want to help people and you are kind and uplifting and mm. cheerful and great. <laughs> Thank you. Can I quote you on my website? <laughs> <laughs> Testimonials. <laughs> yeah. I'm just taking a note. <laughs> I um I am going to have to do some pro bono sessions. So I think I'm using that term correctly. Basically, it means I'm not quite certified yet and I would not charge any money, but I would like to get, you know, into a session with someone and work through some of the skills that I'm learning and, you know, just get a feel for it in real time. So if you ever want if you ever need a coach, a life coach for any reason. Oh, Lord. I I, I, what's that? I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> You're like, just just life, basically, in general, if we could work on that. <laughs> um, I So, yeah, so the certification itself is as broad as to be called life coaching. There's two... Basically, what I learned right off the jump was that when you become set out to become a coach, there are two paths you can take. One is to co do life coaching, personal coaching. The other is to do basically what is business coaching, executive coaching, that kind of thing. So right off the bat, which which side of that coin I was on. So I went right for the personal. Yeah. And then you get a general certification in that, and then you can choose specific specializations Ooh, okay so i'm definitely gonna do a specialization in addictions recovery so that would be anything from um alcohol to uh, narcotics to eating you know um any any kind of addiction addictive behaviors but the difference with coaching versus therapy which is really important distinction. Like this is not therapy. So this is not about like delving into someone's past and working through, you know, any kind of trauma whatsoever. This is, this is straight up like your mental capacity is stable and you're healthy, you know, human and you're ready to achieve some goals. You just need some accountability and someone to check in with and someone to sort of, ask the questions that get you to come up with your own answers and what's true for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I really love that because I do have, like you were saying, when it's some, it's a new experience, you have a little bit of 
anxiety and fear. And, you know, one of my biggest fears, because I care about other people, and I would, I don't want to hurt them, I don't want to break them. (laughs) But it's sort of, you know, when you enter into a coaching situation, this person is stable, and they are quite capable, and you're just sort of, it seems to me, continue to remind them of that and like find their confidence in there and pull it out and show it to them. Mm. (laughs) That was quite a visual. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you would be amazing at that. I love it. I love it. And I'm obsessed with it in any case. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm always reading about different perspectives and ways to look at things and one of the other specializations I haven't found a course that specializes in this so maybe I'll just make my own but um would be to have also a specialization in creativity coaching so getting someone through writing or art or you know whatever their passion is to really tap into that and give it space in their life not necessarily to monetize it, but just to learn themselves. Because I feel as though we're never given permission to talk about anything except like, what do you do at your job? Mm, Yeah. Yeah, that is wild. I think I, I was dating someone at one point. Mm -hmm. And I asked him very early in a relationship. I'm like, oh, do you have any hobbies? And he laughed. <gasps> I think because just he was so engrossed in his work and what he did. Wow. And that was his 100%. Huh. And I couldn't, I couldn't relate to that at all. I was going to say, what was your like internal reaction to his laughing? At the time, I was like, Oh, yeah, that was, I don't know, a silly generic question to ask. But oh. now it's like, oh, that, that boy needed some hobbies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez. I don't know what he did for a living, but it must have been riveting. Yeah, he was a <laughs> some kind of scientist. I um, was afraid you were going to. It's so funny you say that because I just hung up with my beloved son. Frankie. Shout out to Frankie. Shout out to Frankie. We're here for the scientists. (laughs) We love the scientists. (laughs) We really need them. And honestly, I mean, I, I could see how someone could get engrossed in their work if their work is also where their passion happens to be. Ooh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, I can't imagine getting, and this will be a little bit of a a mind, a mind boggle, we'll say, a mind boggle for me, (laughs) which is, you know, getting paid for doing something that brings you so much joy. Oh, yeah. Man, that is so ironic. Like, sadly, that's twisted in my brain because I don't know you're you're always sort of taught like well if you like doing it so much it must be just for fun Mm, yeah 
And why would you charge anyone, you know, for something if you're having such a great friggin' time? (laughs) So that'll be interesting. That's something that's part of it. Uh, But I, I think it will be really lovely. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's not even the goal is making a lot of money. The goal is having stability. That's it. That's exactly it. Yes. Like you're doing something you love and you are able to support whatever lifestyle you desire. Right. And the other thing that's interesting too is that because of. Oh. Whoa. Was that the rain? Was that? That was a, that was a vehicle. (gasps) Oh, I thought it was, it's like. The Russians of Hatboro. Oh my gosh, I can really hear that. That's crazy. Yeah. It is dark as night over here, and the trees are blowing all over like crazy. Yes, it has begun raining here, so. Wowza, and lightning. We got a little lightning going. I'm going to move away from the window. We got... Well, things are happening. This is... Oh my gosh. The earth is just having a reaction. It's, I hope it does rain here because it's been so freaking hot. I am not a fan of August. Yeah. Well, we only got one more day after this. Mercifully, I'm not a fan. It's too hot and humid and sticky. Hmm. What and is I... What's that? What is your favorite month? Oh, mm, probably October. Yeah, you do. You do pumpkin fest. Yes, fall stuff. The the whole vibe of October, it is like full immersion in autumn. Yeah. You know, like I feel like even by early November, and I only know this because my anniversary is in is november 11th and when we go away the leaves on the trees are already changed and falling like so october you get like the trees are just blazing with color and it's crisp out but it's not cold i think so i am i've been a summer person for a while Summer's yeah. my favorite season. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm beginning to appreciate fall mm. a bit more. Okay. What's, in my older age. <laughs> as you age, yeah, man, you are. You're getting there. Yeah, I'm going to be 30 soon. Closing out the 20s? Yeah. I in mean, what's that? In less than a month. Oh my gosh, because today's the 30th? Wow. Do you have any like feelings around that? Like, are you going to go through it? Are you going to feel like this is a big changeover? I want for my 30s, I think to reiterate what I did during Lent. Uh, is to stop giving as much of a fuck about things. Yes, that's when it happens. Like, even with this job, it's like, 
oh, I'm new. I hope I don't mess up. And like, I still have the Catholic school mentality where mm. everything needs to be perfect or Jesus gets mad. Oh. Um, but now I feel like as approaching my 30s, it's going to be like, it'll end up fine no matter what. Yeah. I'm, I'll be okay. That's good. That's a good place to be. I think, yeah. I think the 30s look look good. 30s are going to look good on you, for sure. Yeah. I really loved the whole 30s. I really did. Yeah. All the 30s. 31, 32. No, <laughs> 35. <laughs> the whole... That whole decade, I really, really did. I felt like I didn't exactly know who I was, but in a sense, just what you said, it was like, oh, but I do own my life and I am going to decide for myself most of what I, what I do. Yeah. I had a little bit of cynicism in the late thirties that I'm just now trying to like peel back. Ooh, see, I had cynicism throughout my whole life. So. Mm, Gotcha. I was late to the cynicism train. Gotcha. But once I got on, (laughs) I was committed. (laughs) But you know what I, I think I realize now is that. It, it was hurting me. It was only hurting me because my cynicism was not solving anything and it wasn't going to change the world and make it any better. Yeah. Wow. In, in a sense. And I, I feel like getting sober, that's become really, really apparent to me in a way that it never was before. And, uh, Because a lot of what I think a lot of what this coaching stuff is finally coming out of me is because I got sober and I'm like, oh, man, I would like to help other people get to this place where despite the world around us literally coming unhinged, (laughs) there is still beauty and like it's still worthwhile to know yourself and to bring yourself the comfort that you need. Yeah. It's still a worthwhile goal because I think I was, I was ditching that. Like I was like the whole world is fucked. So I might as well do whatever I feel like because it's all useless. Mm. Mm, That wasn't good. That wasn't a good place for me to be. Yeah. And they do say, I am not an active member of AA, although I don't have anything against it, and I study it. Um, uh, One of their biggest messages is one of the best ways to stay true to your sobriety is to help other people be true to theirs. Wow. Yeah, and I'm finding that it really, because you can't be there for someone else if you're not there for yourself first. Mm. 
I, so yeah, so that's where I'm at and I'm really excited and I think I'm going to open up coaching slots in starting in either October or November. I'm still, I want to make sure that I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. But that's my goal. Yeah, that's exciting, though. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm supremely excited. And my vision is for really to start by, you know, telling friends and family, anyone who's willing to spend an hour with me just to, like, shoot the shit and get things rolling so I can feel what it feels like would be great. And then from there, you know, if friends of friends kind of thing. um, Yeah would be the best because then it would be people who know people that I know. Um, and then, you know, the widest net would be for me to get my act together and have a website and really up my Instagram game and blogging and email list and all of those fun things so that I could get people who are essentially strangers, but at the very least find me through the work that I'm already doing so that we have kind of like that. So that they kind of already know my vibe kind of thing. Yeah. People who are familiar with you. Mm-hmm. 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 Fans of this pop pen fans of this very podcast. Yes. If anyone is interested in signing up for a coaching slot, email me at Conway at gmail.com. There you go. For sure. For Your sure. First my first my first shout out. <laughs> I, I they there's this concept of I don't know if you would say it's spiritual or just like the universe. You probably heard this maybe through Witch Talk Boy. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> if you're ever actually listening to what he's saying. <laughs> um, this idea of, you know, don't you don't go out and find the people. They will find you. Ooh, yeah. So, yeah. So what I really am going to be focusing on is my blog posts and my Instagram posts are going to be sort of like the idea that I would be a lighthouse. So I will like shine the beacon and I'll be the light, but I'm not going to move. Like I'm here. You see me. I'm telling you what I'm about. Mm-hmm. And then just make sure people know how to get in touch with me. Because the other piece of it is, I don't, I, I apologize that I'm talking so much about this. I think I'm working through it in my own brain. Yeah, of course. We're, we're life coaching right now. Well, this is it. This is it. This is how it happens. We're doing it right now. This is us doing the thing. We'll be a team life coach. Oh, my God. I love that. Maybe we could turn part of the pod into Ask um, Mark and Allie. Ooh, I, I like that. I, I actually love that idea. An advice column. An advice column. And I was listening actually to, do you know Chelsea Handler? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's got a podcast. I forget what it's called. I think it's Dear Chelsea, maybe. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was interviewing, she had on her podcast, I'm forgetting his first name, but his last name is Savage. 
Dan? Oh. He writes that love column. Uh, yeah. Sounds familiar. Is it Dan? He writes a column called Savage Love. And he's been writing that column for 30 years. He started it in 1991, which means I was in seventh grade Wow! when he started writing that. And it was like scandalous. Like he started writing Savage Love and it was every like sex and relationship question you can think to ask that nobody wanted to ask. Wow. Yeah. So in any case, he was on Chelsea's pod and people write in and they ask advice. And this guy Savage was like, you can give advice, even if you're not a therapist or licensed or whatever. The only credential for giving advice is that someone asked you to give them your advice. Wow. Ah, I thought that was great. That's wild. Whereas yeah, in coach. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Go on. Yeah. Whereas in coaching, you do not give advice. You, the whole situation, the whole setup is I don't tell you what to do because you know you better than anybody and you come up with your own decisions and your own answers. So advice giving is not part of the deal with coaching yeah i was going to say that if in my own therapy sessions uh my therapist said oh i would never want to give you advice and i'm like wait i thought that was the whole point (gasps) oh my goodness that's interesting but yeah then it kind of clicked like oh yeah i guess the thing the fact that I have trouble making decisions is why I'm there. Oh, wow. So instead of making the decisions for me, the therapist is helping me to get there. Yes. Do you ever find, because this is my theory, because I see it in myself, you're often looking for someone not to validate your choice, but to validate that you're allowed to choose what you've already chosen in your mind. Mm. Like, am I saying that correctly? Should I clarify that? Basically, like you already know what you want to do, but you want someone to agree with you. I, I go back and forth with that. I'd say. Okay. It's a case by case basis. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I feel like there's been times I've told people like, oh, I'm thinking about doing this and they say, yeah, you should definitely do that. And then later I'm like, oh God, do I really have to do that now? (laughs) I gotcha. Um, for example, uh, so We've talked about me owning a cat. <gasps> yes. Uh, I recently uh, cat was cat sitting for a friend. Mm-hmm. And it was fun and the cats were great. And it was a good time. And after that, I realized I don't really want a cat. <laughs> wow. I think that's awesome. Like, not right now. I think... 
like the one cat had to have like a special pill and they're both on a schedule and i'm like i don't know if this is for me yeah because you forget it's such a i mean it's so great that you got the chance to cat sit because you don't know until you live it yeah and it, it was nothing wrong with the cats at all mm-hmm. it was just me being like is this the vibe i want in yeah. my life yes like as a single person like yeah having to be like oh i will have to go home and feed my cat now Right, because you can use that as an excuse if you ever want to, like, leave a date, but you don't actually have to have a cat. <laughs> right. But on the flip side, if I want to stay on the date. Right, then you don't have to run home for anything. Right. It's very, I don't know. And um, I think one of the things, having been a cat owner and also a dog owner just what you mentioned, those pills cost freaking money mm. and pets are so expensive. Yes. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And of course, I would want that cat to have the best life. Yes. But at this point, I my finances, I'm doing okay, but how much, how big of a chunk do I want that to go to vet bills and right. cat food and litter and yeah. and everything else? Yeah. Yeah. Once you start seeing the numbers, like you sketched out the numbers of what it would actually cost. Mm -hmm. It's pretty sobering. But yeah, that's really interesting. That's great. It's so great that you have decided... No, it's not for me right now. And even though it sounds cute, mm -hmm. I'm not going to move out with that yet. Yeah. I mean, you're a new apartment owner at this still. Yeah. I think in my mind, I was like, oh, I'll get a cat because I'll feel lonely. Mm. And I'm like, I don't really feel lonely. That's so great. I love being alone. Oh my god, me <laughs> Like, a lot. I'm definitely an introvert. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of oh. introverts. No, I was just thinking, uh, we haven't had, like, a catch-up session on how is the apartment? No, oh, it is pretty good. Um, Bit of a mess at the moment, but <laughs> but I mean, now you're kind of settled in, like you have a routine. Well, you did hop jobs, so that can be a little, yeah. I think now that the new job is so much closer, I am now like I'm coming home for lunch, and oh, I can be like, oh, yeah, I need to do dishes, <laughs> or that's cool. Like, yeah, it's more, I'm more in touch with being in this apartment. Yeah. Like, more than just, 
oh, this is the place I sleep in between my work sessions. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it takes up a lot of time when there's a commute involved. Yeah. For sure. And I know you're up early anyway because you're a morning person like me. Mm -hmm. Which I can't imagine not having that time to myself in the morning. Yeah. So now you get more of it because you don't have to commute so far. Yeah. It's awesome. Actually, it does add up. I start earlier at this job. So I have to leave oh. a bit earlier. Oh. Normally, so I start at 7.30. At the old job, I was leaving at 7.30. Oh, wow. Okay. But now it's a matter of, oh, I leave at 7.20. Wow. I was thinking this about like if if when I transition to a career that is not on a set schedule made by someone else. Mm, yeah. What would I choose? What will I choose to do? Because I definitely will still want my mornings to myself. And I would love to even sleep in a little bit and do a run. Like, there's so much I could do if yeah. I had my own say in what my daily schedule was. Yeah. That would be really, I mean, that's another thing that's just really driving me to go for this. Because it's like, oh, it would not be a situation where I was on a schedule made by anybody else. Hmm. Hmm. That I can't even comprehend that, I guess. No, me neither. I'm guessing it sounds lovely and it would would will be, but you have to get to you probably have to live that new lifestyle for a year at least to even understand it. And then you start shaping it the way you want. Yeah. And I think with I guess with life coaching, it's like you're not going to be available or a lot of times it's not going to be nine to five because that's when people are working. Right. Right. So it'll be like lunch times or afternoons, evenings. Yeah. Right. How are you at how are you at nighttime? Are you a I need to be alone and cozy up with a book or see you're very insightful as of like the way I am right now eight o'clock everything shuts down and I have ice cream and I Netflix and then that's that until I fall asleep yeah so like eight to ten is my tv time and then ten o'clock I'm in bed which is all because I wake up at five you know, and do the thing to get myself to the office by eight. But if my schedule were different and I had to do, and I was doing coaching sessions, I think I, mm, I'm probably no good past 7 p.m. is my guess. Okay. But, I mean, that could change if I end up sleeping in later. I don't know, like, if things would change but I do know that I am not a night person I am a morning person like that's when my on time is okay 
would you do morning sessions with people? Yeah, I think I would. I think I would be open to morning sessions. Hmm. I, in general, my therapy sessions have been later at night. Okay. So like, what time? Like even like, I think the latest probably like either, I think the latest was 9 p.m. at one point. <gasps> oh God, I would be in tears. But currently it's at 8 p.m. And in a way I do like it because I'm like, it's Mondays at 8 p.m. I've kind of been through the day. I've had time to process on my own. Mm, okay. And I can kind of regurgitate what what I've been doing. Hmm. And then I get like helpful insight on how I can how I can do the rest of the week. Huh, I love that. Do you love that? I do. I kind of love it. I would I think I would love a 7 p.m. better, but Okay. End of the e like the evening. Yeah, I think 8 hmm. p.m. is pretty pretty late. Hmm. As we're at 7:52. Like I find myself taking time after therapy to unwind. Yes. Which I think is good and needed. That's great. I really love that. Uh, you're changing the way I think about all of this. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I think I'm going to have to be open to, first of all, other people's schedules. It's, because apparently it's not all about me. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> but, but also... Um, yeah, like I love that idea of like, even for myself, like if I had a therapy session and then after that session, it was time to wind down and you can kind of sleep on it type thing. Yeah. That's great. That's really good. And are your sessions a full hour or are they 45 minutes? Uh, usually an hour. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Depends on. Depends on how much I feel like talking. Okay. I got it. Well, I might have some questions offline for you. Oh, sure. Just about all. See, I wouldn't like talk to their experiences of therapy or coaching or whatever the case. Counseling. Like I had an addictions counselor. Um, like what that's like, you know, because I think it's also an area where people don't generally it's hard for people to ask for help and they don't know how to ask for help but once they finally do what's the experience like for them mm. that fascinates me very fascinating yeah very fascinating and in that sort of um vein i have my word i finally got my act together and had a word Hey. A good word. Oh uh, yeah. What's what's the word? What's the good word, cousin? The good word is I feel like it captures a lot of what we just talked about over the past hour. Empowerment. Ooh. 
but a little bit of a twist. So empowerment of yourself by letting go of the things you can't control. Oh. So this idea that letting go of some things is actually an empowering move. And one of the things that I wrote down that I'm going to focus on until we speak next is to let go of trying to control other people's reactions to your choices. Choose, choose for yourself what you believe is aligned with your truth and don't worry what the reactions are of other people. That's good. Mm. <laughs> do you have a good word? I do. Yes. Um, and I guess it kind of goes back to me now being the shipping department at work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> leadership I guess nice. kind of in a way empowerment um, kind of stepping up and making the decisions and being able to defend those decisions and yourself in general mm. and saying this is a good idea and I I would like for it to happen. And, and you're all going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and also being able to take a step back and be like, hey, did that work? Should we continue doing it? Mm, I love the we. That's always a good one. Yeah. I feel like, again, I will be the entire department. So the we is me. But <gasps> oh, I guess. I got you. In terms of like talking to like my manager and my a guy who works kind of not quite in shipping, but in more of the desk work side of it. Okay. Yep. Scheduling and okay. But it's also working with other people and having your job and bringing what you bring to the table. Yeah, the whole teamwork situation. Yeah. That's great. I believe in you. Thanks. Yeah. I think it's going to be a great experience. Oh, thanks. I'm excited. Good. And empowered. And empowered. <laughs> and now, I hope that you enjoy the storm as it progresses. Yes, we have not lost power, which is great. Um, if we do, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> we we spoke about empowerment as we lost power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, the irony. Some things you can't control. Mother Nature is one of them, for sure. Oh, oh we have fun here on Space Trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. Uh, yeah are we are we ready for the sign off i think i think that's it i feel really good about the session yeah it's it's a session now Ooh, no like it's it. a session. <laughs> that's right and for next time we'll have brand new insights i'm sure meanwhile yes. meanwhile um wash your hands wear a mask 
vote, drink mm. water. We love you. Bye.